0: You're doing well. I always like to start each episode off with a quick check in of the audience. I hope everything is going well in your world. Uh, I hope you're smiling. I hope you're growing. I hope you're enjoying the show. I hope you're enjoying this, what I'm um, producing over here, what I'm giving you, what I'm sharing with you, this little bit of Rodney. And um, things are good, just a little bit about me A little Things are going well, things are going good in Rodney's world I'm still enjoying this, y'all I'm really, really enjoying this I I really do Um, It's almost therapeutic for me But uh, anyway, uh, that's our check-in Hope you're doing well Put your seatbelt on As you can see by the title, we have some stuff to get into So let's get into it, Rodney So uh, as you can see by the title, we're not hiring leaders. All right. So let's talk about why we're doing this show. Uh, I received a DM on Instagram from a a new listener here in Houston. And let me grab my phone. And it goes like this. Um, Mr. Tell Me More. All right, that was that was kind of funny. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I've been working in real estate for nearly four years now, and I've been thinking about changing careers and going into new home sales. Uh, I've been doing some research online, and there seems to be several openings for sales managers here in Houston. I have a degree in uh, business management, and prior and prior to working in the real estate. Uh, I worked, uh, well, no, she says I managed a retail store with about 15 people. Okay. So first off, thank you so much for the DM. Thank you for the message. Thank you for listening to the show, all of those things. And let me see if I can help you. All right. So I'm getting online and I wanted to have a look and kind of see what's out there. What, you know, what positions and what these, builders are saying that they're looking for in a sales manager or leader role. So let's see what we have. All right. I found a a position here. Hold on. All right. Regional sales leader. All right. Okay. (laughs) Some of these titles, you got to be careful with them. They're saying they're hiring a regional sales leader, which is kind of The two positions together, but hopefully they're paying enough for that. Uh, And apparently they're not. Uh, This one's 106K two with a range of 106 to 151K per year here in Houston. And their job description reads as follows: Sales leader provide coaching guidance and leadership to sales rep to achieve. Um, Sales reps to enable them to sell company products and service their assigned territory to achieve target quotas and their territory plan objectives. That's a sales manager. Um, That's that's not a sales leader. Um, Another thing they have here under, what is this here? Same job. They talk about some of the administrative duties. Duties. Um, it says on a timely basis, prepare and submit sales report and forecast. That's that's a sales manager. Okay. Um, let's see. Complete. Um, oh my God! So. Oh my God complete repetitive movements such as type. Okay. All right. So anyway, you, you, you see what they're writing, uh, HR and some of this stuff that they're putting in that position was again, a regional sales leader. And, you know, I challenge a lot of those positions. I challenge a lot of these builders that they're not looking for leaders. They're looking for managers. They're looking for sales managers. Um, they're looking for someone to come in and, you know, babysit, they want someone to come in and, and and push and manage the sales professionals for doing their jobs, putting their stuff in the CRM, uh, following up with customers taking care of their customers, showing up on time, leaving at the right time. It's not just showing up with salespeople. Sometimes it's what time they leave, uh, making sure they're there, making sure they're doing what they need to do, making sure they're staying in touch with their customers. And, of course, um, sometimes uh, they'll ask you to provide some one-on-one coaching, they say. Now, it's kind of weird because most of these you know sales managers have never been coaches or mentors before, but they come in and all of a sudden they're coaching. Some of them have never even worked on the sales floor. They've never even done the job or they've done it for a short period of time. And maybe they were good. Maybe they were good at sales or they were like a high producer. And they say, hey, you know what? You're a high producer. You must know what you're doing. Let's have you kind of replicate yourself. We want you to come in and show everybody else what it is you do and how they can be successful. That is a horrible way to select a sales manager, by the way, because you know it's like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a great, great, great the goat, right, an uh, NBA basketball player, but even he knows coaching is not his strong suit. I would challenge this. I would submit this that in the future, like Tom Brady, even as a quarterback, will be a great um, business person uh, during his post uh, NFL career. But I don't think Tom Brady is a coach. I don't think he he's a coach. I'm just I'm just I'm just letting you know that I know we see great qualities and things on the field and again that's more of a, of a game manager that's more of that manager role but that's not a coach a coach is uh being a a coach and a leader that's about vision. That's about looking beyond the the thing that's happening right now and that's looking down the road. Uh one of the key skills you're gonna see with leadership is, is, is being a visionary. Someone who's you, you're hiring someone to lead you somewhere. And a lot of these home builders and a lot of these jobs that I'm seeing posted, they're saying they won't uh here's another one, uh director sales leader. I don't first of all they need to stop chopping up these positions uh this way just by like adding Different they're really combining two jobs like a, a a regional manager a regional leader and a regional and, and a sales leader that they're completely different roles, but uh, maybe hey maybe that's what they're doing, maybe they're combining a lot of those roles together um and this one is called a district sales leader, which again is. They ain't looking for leaders. They're looking for managers. And sometimes, even as a manager, you'll find that they want to manage you as well. You, 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 you'll find that you're there, and you're like, wait a minute. I thought I had some leeway. I thought I was out here to help other people. I thought I was here to develop people. And they're like, no, you're managed. My job is to manage you. And it's like the manager's managing the manager, who's managing the manager, and the managing the manager, and managing the manager, and the manager who's managing that manager. And it's like, where's the leader? You know, when you really think about it, it's like, where is the leader? All right, in a prior episode... I, I broke out a book with you guys, and it was the the 21 uh, Irrefutable Laws of Leadership uh, by, I think it was, oh, John C. Maxwell. Let me grab the book here. And one of those laws that they talked about was the law of empowerment, and that was law 12. If If you're getting the book or you have the book, it was law 12, the law of empowerment. And it says, only secure leaders give powers to others. And that's... That's something you you need to look for, and I'm talking to the the, the young lady that, that that sent me this message. When you're interviewing and, and and based on your you know your what you mentioned and, and you should you know hopefully be granted uh, some opportunities uh, to go at least sit and talk and, and and interview with some some of these home builders I challenge you to interview them I challenge you to kind of look and see how secure they are because you'll find that there's a lot of insecurities in uh, home building um, a lot of people are are stuck they they don't want to change they say we have a system and it's been working and we've been we, we've been doing well for this many years we just want you to come on and help us continue our success and when you hear that they're saying we're looking for a manager okay uh, one thing you want to ask is what happened to the last manager but that's those that's Let that be a flag, as they say. I think I saw that uh, trending. People were throwing flags, right? So that, to me, is a flag. When someone says, well, we're looking for someone to come in and help us continue our, our success. Let me grab something out of the book. The Law of Empowerment. Henry Ford is considered an icon of American business for revolutionizing the automobile industry. What caused him to stumble so badly that his son feared Ford Motor Company would go out of business? He was held captive by the law of empowerment. You see, Henry was a control freak, and a lot of people, and especially when it when it comes to home building, it's you're, you're, when you build something and you're you're. You're, you're taking it from the ground up. You, you can become very attached to it. You, you, with anything, anything you make, um, I think um, you, you you have a tendency to become, you know, sentimental. You you become, you, you know, a little protective uh, of it. Uh, Miss Erica Badu said, "I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit." So I, I understand that uh, with what she was saying and and, and how it feels. But it's really hard to achieve success and grow something without empowering other people. And, you know, these job openings, I'll, I'll guarantee you this probably uh, one of the reasons why the other person isn't there anymore is because they started wanting some changes. They wanted uh, some processes improved. They saw some areas where the builder could probably be doing something better, and that would. Off with his head, off with her head," said the queen. I'm telling you, that is one of the things that that a lot of people lose their jobs for because they say, "Oh, they're not a team player," and it's like, uh, what, "Is that the reason?" You know, it's it's not always that. It's that people don't want necessarily you to bring ideas. They don't necessarily want you to bring new things to their old, uh, systems. And I understand that first, you know, I always say this, uh, seek first to understand, then be understood. So I do believe that there's a period of when you, you know, when you join an organization to sit back, you know, sit back, learn, learn their systems, see, um, how they do things because they're doing something right. Um, and, and look at those things that they're doing right. And, offer up and say, hey, you know, I, you guys have been doing this very, very good. Uh, I think we could do it a, a little bit better if we did this. And if you see resistance right there and you get uh, that snarling look or that reply to the email, you're in an insecure organization and you're being led or managed by someone who's somewhat Insecure, and some people they want those ideas to be theirs. They've been like, I've been working here all this, you know, this time, and I don't have a problem with it. And now you're coming here and you're wanting to change something. Oh man, pioneers! Mm. There's an old saying about that, you know, being the, the first person uh, in something uh, or the first person with an idea. Sometimes it, it offers other people the opportunity to tear your idea down. But uh, don't ever stop sharing. Don't ever shrink. Don't ever offer up what's what's you know what you know is right. Um, now keep in mind with that advice that might not keep you employed everywhere. But anyway, let's get back to good old Henry, uh, good old Henry Ford, and a little chapter here uh, from the book. And they mention a less known chapter of uh, Henry's story is that you know all of Henry Ford's story, you know it, it wasn't positive achievement. Uh, the one reason. Uh, one of the reasons was he didn't embrace the law of empowerment. Henry was so in love with the Model T that he would never want to change or improve it, nor did he want anyone else to tinker with it. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Okay. That's, you know, he could even as a leader and, and, you know, of course, you know, there's always these these positive things written uh, about people, but never you know. Oftentimes we don't hear their flaws, but you know that's a that's a big leadership flaw when you you can't allow other people, uh, the the people that are around you, uh, allow you to innovate. I mean, we saw it with. Um, you know, let's look at uh, EV uh, EV vehicles. Um, when Tesla came in and they were talking about, hey, we, we, you know, we can help with you know changing and and, and giving people another option with you know other than gasoline powered vehicles, the automotive industry went crazy. They assassinated that man and and talked about the Tesla and the news got onto it. Look at how many accidents and this. I mean, come on, there are automobile accidents every day, whether it's gas or electric. But, you know, it was attacked because he was, was talking about some type of change. And people, as much as people say, oh, I'm looking for something new and I want something different. A lot of people have a problem with change. Okay, so kind of ask that question, kind of think about that when you're when you're, you know, out there looking at organizations, ask them what they want. What is it that they're looking for? Are they looking for a leader or are they looking for a manager? Because oftentimes managers aren't the happiest people, and you may not be as happy as that job description is writing it, you know, that you're going to be doing this and this that that job you know sometimes can you know you if you feel like you're just um how do i how do I put this there is a short there's a high turnover rate of correctional officers, and the reason why is because they're in prison with the inmates and if you're there just to Manage and be in there. You're you're also you're, you're you're there as well. And a lot of people will tell you that have worked in, in sales management. I should have just stayed a sales professional. Or I'd go back. I know a lot of sales managers that go back to just. I would like to just be a sales counselor, sales professional, because it's not worth it. It's not worth the drama. It's not worth the the pettiness sometimes that comes with it. It can be rewarding. I'm not going to be all negative about it, but please understand that if you're, you got to know what it is you're looking for, and for what you're looking for, what you're seeking to do is to you know, be a part of an organization that is about innovating, be a part of that change, be a part of that growth, be a part of that product design, they may not be looking for that. And sometimes they have their core group of individuals, you know, what they call the inner circle with every organization has. And those people are, they don't like to let new people in. I'm I'm just going to be honest. They, they typically like to, you know, huddle around and they protect and shield the owner, the CEO, the leader or the partner or whatever his his or her title is. They typically shield those people from anything that is that could disrupt what they have. And that's a part of the reasons why you don't see growth with organizations. You see high turnover, especially at the sales manager position. Uh, I think the shelf life for a sales manager, I remember way back when I was doing it, it was about a year and a half a little shorter than a year but about a year and a half maybe two that you would you know was the average time of employment for a sales manager with with the home builder in for for several reasons um it would some would leave you know one builder and go work at another one some would completely just leave the industry and some would just say hey I'd, I'd rather be a sales professional I've seen several sales managers return to the sales floor I did that once in my career. I, I was afraid to, I didn't want to put that I had been, you know, up the the ladder, as they say, up the corporate ladder. I was like, I just want to be a, a sales professional. And I was like, you know, and they're like, wait a minute, we, we know you, you, you've done this and you, you, you know, you're this and, and wait a minute. And I'm going, no, 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 no. I just want to do this and have my own problems. Not everyone else's problem. I just want to have my own problems. And. You know I had that opportunity, and it was a it was a great time for me because the stress and a lot of the pressures were were lifted off of me and it it really offered me an opportunity to reflect reconnect I had all the skills I know what I was doing um so I was very confident in 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 you know working as a sales counselor sales professional but I'm gonna tell you you know just you know I'm talking to my talking to that writer be be careful what you ask for you just might get it okay so know what it is you're you're looking for know what it is you want to do and make sure you understand what type of people you who are going to be working above you and oftentimes when they've been planted there for years I mean, some of them have been just like years planted there and they'll brag about it. It's like they're untouchable. And the way a person becomes untouchable in an organization is they don't allow new touches, okay? They don't allow new things in. They kind of block and shield those positions, therefore, blocking and shielding and protecting themselves, okay? And their longevity. OK, so hopefully that helped. I know that was a long answer, but uh, since you you wrote and I wanted to, to give back to my, my listeners, give back to my audience and just connect for this. For me, this was an opportunity to connect. And all right. Well, one more tip, too. You can spot the people who are there to protect change. Uh, From happening, they'll be at the interview. They'll be the ones that are like, "Oh, we want you to meet and interview with this person." And if you're talking with them and speaking with them and having an interview with them, know that when they start asking you questions about like change and processes, they are they're really asking you those questions because they want to make sure you're not you know here to be this change agent, this person who is going to want to you know improve or. You know, you know, disrupt the the current system. So be careful with your answers. Of course, you know, if you want a standard answer that they'll love is, you know, my first time, my first, you know, few months here. I want to, you know, take an opportunity to learn how you guys do things and you know make sure I understand the process and make sure I hold the team accountable uh, for you know make sure everyone's doing things the the right way and hold them accountable. Okay, you say that they're gonna love you. Okay, you, you're gonna get the job. Okay, but if you go in and you're Started talking about, you know, I want to learn, take some time, and I want to seek you know areas that you know we can approve and get things better. Oh mm, psh, file 13. That that resume is gone. Okay. So there's a cheat code, there's some 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 cheats uh hopefully to help you land that position. And hopefully it's a sales leader uh position, and hopefully you're 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 it's an organization that is about. Hey, we we respect our sales leaders uh, and you can know that easily by whether or not they respect the sales professionals. Okay, so anyway, those are some tips. A little long answer from Rodney. And thank you so much for your DM on, on Instagram. I appreciate it. Hopefully this this helped transitioning back to my audience, the listeners, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the time. That's right. That's it. Another episode of Tell Me More Rodney in the bag, baby. You know, they say most people give up after about seven episodes. Look where we at. We're in season two. There ain't no giving up. There ain't no quitting. I got this because I got y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tell Me More Rodney. I really do appreciate it. Go have a great day. Oh, and make sure you come back so I can tell you more.